Nightwing takes on a ship full of supervillains from stem to stern and then faces his former espionage colleagues in a battle for his life. But could the worst thing going for Dick Grayson be his relationship problems? We'll tell you all about it next as we look at Nightwing Volume 4, Blockbuster, straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. During the New 52, Dick Grayson went through an era where he was no longer a superhero or Nightwing, but rather a secret agent for Spiral, because spies are known for their very punny uh, use of names. However, with DC Rebirth, Dick Grayson returned to the role of Nightwing. Uh, the first book, Better Than Batman, is really good, but uh, the current adventures you can probably start reading with uh, Nightwing Volume 2, Back to Bloodhaven. In that book, he came to Bloodhaven, got a job at a community center, and uh, came upon a group of washed-up young supervillains who were trying to avoid falling back into the life of crime and also were a bit phobic, having been defeated by Batman and Robin in the past, so they moved to Bloodhaven for a fresh start. Among them is Sean, who, as a supervillain, operated as the Defacer. Dick fell in love with Sean, and uh, she is actually kidnapped at the end of the second volume and rescued uh, in the third volume. During that period, uh, it was thought that Sean was pregnant, but her pregnancy test was not confirmed. So with that history in mind, uh, we take a look at volume four of the DC Rebirth Nightwing blockbuster and we'll talk about the two arcs as action pieces and then talk about the relation stuff that went around it uh notwing blockbuster this one focuses on roland desmond who is actually the brother of mark desmond the original blockbuster tiger shark is the big fish uh, if you will in bloodhaven the uh, boss of the city and does not like nightwing's presence and wants blockbuster uh, to take care of him however blockbuster appears to nightwing offering him a chance to take down the villain tiger shark uh, and really, this is a case of Blockbuster trying to play both sides against the middle, and it's an interesting uh, maneuver. Uh, he actually ends up leading Nightwing into a trap where he is aboard a ship full of supervillains who have been brought on by Tiger Shark and are, are supposed to uh, turn the tables on Nightwing's. Uh, I actually like a lot about this storyline. One thing that I will highlight, uh, I think the Blockbuster character is interesting and the way that that character 
uh, develops and his plan plays out is kind of fun to watch. Uh, I also think that I like how uh, Tim Seeley, the writer of the book, handles this guest uh, supervillain. Or I should say all the supervillains on the boat, because a lot of them were somewhat obscure, uh, particularly if you weren't expert in every aspect of the DC universe. And sometimes when you have a book, it gets kind of overloaded when you have so many supervillain stars where you've got to explain who this supervillain is and all of their background. However, you don't really have that with Nightwing. And the idea advanced by uh, Seeley is that Nightwing was required to learn very basic uh, sketches of the various supervillains that he and Batman might encounter so that they would be prepared. And so you just get this very quick thumbnail sketch. What's the nature of this villain? What's the nature of the threat that he poses? Cool, let's fight. And it's just handled very quickly in a way that doesn't bog down the story. So I really like that aspect of this. Uh, And I also like how it shows Dick's heroism when it becomes... Uh, when it's revealed that all of the supervillains' lives are at stake and Dick has to make a decision as to what he's going to do. And, of course, he tries to save everyone. Uh, it's a good story. I think there are some nice twists along the way, and uh, I, en- I enjoyed it uh, pretty thoroughly. In this first story, uh, Dick is aided by a former supervillain and a hacker, Gizmo, uh, to help in his investigation of who's bringing weapons into the city from the second hand, a group of illegal weapon sellers. Uh, at the end of the story, it's found out that Gizmo has been killed, and the second arc, Spiral, involves him going to investigate and to find who uh, killed Gizmo and bring them to justice. And this involves a team up with the Huntress as they have to go overseas uh, to find who's behind the second hand and therefore who's behind Gizmo's killing. Uh, And I think this is an interesting story because it does end up uh, them having to deal with uh, their time with Spiral. And once again, uh, we're given a good story with good use of continuity. You do not have to have read uh, Grayson, the spa series, to understand this book. Uh, They give you enough information so that you understand the characters without being overwhelmed with too much continuity. It might make some readers curious to go back and read Grace. It didn't quite do that for me. I also think that the villain revealed in the final issue is a nice touch. Not a great villain, but pretty solid. And there's some uh, good... uh, uh, back and forth between the villain and Grayson, and yeah, it's a it's a good solid story. Uh, the relationship issues in the book, uh, particularly how Sean ha- is handled, is a separate thing, I think, from the action story. Uh, certainly, it's uh, going on uh, throughout this. As the book begins, uh, Dick and Sean are still together. 
However, she really wants him to get a job. And I have to admit, I'm somewhat confused as to how it happened that he lost his position so she could get a position and she wants him to interview for a job so that she would have confidence that Dick Grayson would be there, would be in Bloodhaven, because he had a job to get to. And actually, at the beginning of the book, he resists going for the job interview because he is really concerned about this uh, spread of these uh, very dangerous uh, weapons that were based on alien technology getting onto the street of the city and feeling he had to dedicate his time to being Nightwing and he had his back pay from Spiral to rely upon. So it wasn't like he was going to be out in the street if he didn't get a job. But Sean insisted and harangued him into doing agreeing to do the interview and he agreed to do the interview but things came up, so he didn't do the interview, and she was upset uh, and th thought that he was relieved that she wasn't pregnant. And then he delivers this response. He says, One of the things that made me fall in love with you is that I can be honest with you. Another one is that you know exactly who you were. The anger that the pigeon manipulated to make you into the defacer now motivates you to help people, but it's not gone. That anger still defines you. I've spent so much time making sure I'm not driven by tragedy, by revenge, by anger. It's important to me. Having that pregnancy scare and everything we went through made me realize I want my child to learn that from me. But sometimes, sometimes I wonder if our kid would learn the opposite from you, Sean. This is one of those statements that has a lot of truth into it, because I think anger does drive and define Sean as a character. However, this is one of those things that is very stupid to say, no matter how much uh, you feel that you can be honest with her because it's a very harsh and cutting thing and it's the type of thing that will end up breaking up the relationship, which it does when he, he returns uh, from fighting uh, Blockbuster. She says it's over, there is nothing to save. And then after that, they learn of Gizmo's death, and she blames him for that. Uh, I don't know if she ever says that directly to his face. It's not reflected in the comic, but it may be something that Dick assumes is the case. When Dick leaves Bloodhaven, Sean really uh, meets up again with the Pigeon, who at first... Sean assumes is trying to get her into a legitimate art project, but then finds out that it's more crime and villainy the pigeon is trying to drag her back into. And she resists, but then she goes along as the stress of the job that she has really starts to get to her, her frustration, her rage, her anger, her grief over the death of Gizmo. The only thing that stops her from a full-fledged return is somebody else actually um, about to make that same mistake? And it reminds her of her 
responsibility. And actually, at the end of the book, she decides she wants to get back together with Dick, but is given a really heartbreaking uh, conclusion to the book. I won't spoil it, but it is a very, you know, it's a sad conclusion. Nobody died, but you can understand what this uh, does to her. And I actually like Sean as a character and this group of ex-supervillains. Uh, it does show the challenges you face in trying to change the direction of your life. And Sean is, there are a lot of people out there like Sean who've been through some very difficult uh, circumstances in their lives. And they are trying to change, trying to do better with their lives. But they're constantly dogged by habits and attitudes that have them make poor and self-destructive decisions. Uh, and I think that does make her a well-rounded character, a very tragic uh, character. She was never a major heavy-hitting supervillain, uh, never this sort of mistress of evil type character. She struggles on the good side of the ledger, too. And I honestly hope that it works out uh, for the best. And she definitely struggles. And even though she's made some bad decisions and I think did some things in terms of some of her demands on Dick that weren't really fair, I still like her and found myself cheering for her at the end of the book and uh, heartbroken right along with her for the way it ended. I will say I wouldn't recommend this book for kids. There are some scenes, there's no you know graphic sex or anything like that, but there are some uh, things implied and really good parental uh, discretion is advised here. Still, I will give this book a rating of classy. Uh, writer Tim Seeley tells a, tells a good story with some compelling characters and manages to use continuity without clubbing the reader over the head, which makes for a very different sort of uh, comic. The art is uh, fairly good, and Nightwing continues to be one of the more solid uh, series in the uh, DC Rebirth uh, line. Alright, that's it for now. If you do have a comment, send it to me, classycomicsguy at gmail.com. Uh, be sure and rate the show on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at classycomicsguy. And check out the website, classycomicsguy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.